welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to get great stuff from Matthew chapter 5, verses 43 through 48 about loving your enemies. This follows right in line with what he was talking about in yesterday's podcast about retaliation and turning the other cheek. Here's Jesus. You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you so that you may be sons of your father who is in heaven. For he makes his son rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet only your brothers, what more are you doing than the others? Do not even Gentiles do the same? You therefore must be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. Goodness gracious, this is loaded with great stuff. Now, who listening to this, including myself, has a hard time loving your enemies? Boy, I certainly do. There are people in my life, I know, I could give you names, who hate my guts. In some cases, they've gone to great lengths to undermine or sabotage me or publicly mock me. And it's hard to love these people. I'm sure you have people in your life who are the same. Dr. Del Tackett, who is the teacher of a great biblical worldview video curriculum called The Truth Project, really helped me out with this. One of the ways that helps me to love my enemies and to pray for those who persecute me, even though it doesn't come naturally, is to view them for what they are. And what Dr. Tackett says is that these people are POWs. They're prisoners of war. There's this great cosmic battle that's been going on since the beginning between good and evil. And we're caught up in that. And there are people who are caught up in that. And the people who are persecuting those of us who are followers of Christ because of the faith that we have, the people who are taking shots at us, who are, to go back to yesterday's text, hitting us in the face, these people are just acting out the results of this cosmic battle. They don't know any better. They're prisoners of war. Our battle isn't against flesh and blood, Paul says in Ephesians. It's against powers and principalities and spiritual forces of darkness in the realms. Our battle is against Satan. And so Satan loves to use these people who don't know any better to persecute us and hate on us. We don't do anything effective for the kingdom by returning that hatred, but rather we can really derail Satan's plans if we'll love our enemies, if we'll pray for those who persecute us because they can't help it. They're prisoners of war and we need to love them in a way that would point them to Christ, pray for them in a way that would help them turn their hearts over to Christ so that they're no longer prisoners of war, so they can see reality for what it really is, so they can come to the light as we have been brought to the light. And this has been very helpful for me. It gives me compassion on those who are my enemies and gives me a desire to pray for them. Maybe it will do the same for you. It's interesting. Jesus says, just like my father who is in heaven gives sun to the evil and the good and sends rain on the just and the unjust, you ought to give love liberally to anybody and everybody. You ought to pray for anybody and everybody liberally because you're reflecting the character of God who gives freely and liberally to us, even though we didn't deserve it before he drew us to himself and sent Christ to redeem us. It's a very important principle as we strive to reflect the character of God. It says, if you don't do this, what reward is there? 
Even the scumbags, even the, even the tax collectors and the sinners love the people who love them. And even the Gentiles greet only their brothers. So you need to stand out. We've talked about this in this Sermon on the Mount, several of these items. Jesus is calling his disciples to be different, to be different than the rest of the world, to live in a way that is radically, noticeably different from the way of the world. And in doing that, they will draw attention, not to themselves, not to build a name for their own fame, but to the God that they serve. That's the way that the kingdom is going to go forward, friends, when we, his disciples and his ambassadors, reflect him to the world. Jesus with skin on. Sounds like a trite thing, a cheesy thing, but there's a lot of truth to it, and that's what Jesus is calling his disciples and us to be like. Now, check out verse 48. We've touched on this before, and Jesus says it again. You, therefore, must be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. Remember, one of the main themes under this entire Sermon on the Mount is Jesus is raising the bar. He's upping the standard to an impossible level, frankly. And that's not to say that we shouldn't strive to pray for those who persecute us, turn our cheek, etc., etc. But it is to say that in our own human condition, we don't have the ability to do this on our own. We aren't moral enough. We aren't disciplined enough. We aren't strong enough to fight the inner man, the sin in us, and be righteous at every turn. Yet Jesus calls us to perfection. You must be perfect just as my heavenly Father is perfect. The only way, friends, that we can attain that perfection in our sinful condition is by trusting Jesus Christ, who actually was perfect. The only one who was perfect. The only one who fully obeyed God's law and died paying the penalty for sin that we all owe, rose again, defeating sin, death, the power of the devil, so that anybody who puts their faith and trust in Christ receives freely the righteousness and the perfection that Christ lived that we can't. That's the message of the gospel. It's a great gospel. And Christ freely offers us his righteousness. And once we receive that, he empowers us with the Holy Spirit so that we can, over time, become more and more and more like Christ. We can love our enemies and pray for those who persecute us. We can turn the other cheek so that that gospel message, that kingdom agenda will advance through us. God, help that to happen. Help us to be your agents, your ambassadors for the kingdom agenda, the gospel of Jesus Christ that you want to infect more and more people with, just as you have done us who trust you today. Amen. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders radio and internet ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which airs on stations around the world, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. We also want to highlight two ministry partners— First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule of year-round events and activities are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference on Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our other ministry partner. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.